Sam. Hey Ben, what's going on? Not much, man. Yourself? Oh, not much. Just a uh, standard. What's today? Monday. Monday. Yeah. Another Monday. Another Monday. I'd like to say I had a case of Monday-itis, but today was good. Yeah, mine wasn't too bad either. It, it moved along pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you're hearing this from the future, but we're back. Yeah. To the future. Back to the future too. Kind of. Yeah, number two. Episode <laughs> two. You work on anything exciting over the past week? Um... No. Well, I worked on a Land Rover. I put a gearbox back on a Land Rover. That was an interesting experience. Yep. Um, people should buy more of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, Insane. people love them With for a, a straight reason. face. Yeah. People love them for a reason. They're pretty, I mean, again, we are a podcast to talk around cars and their iconic or hateful nature. It's a pretty iconic car. They've got an iconic look. Yeah. Yep. Um, Look, they work well yep. for what people do with them. This thing's set up to tow a four-ton caravan. Right? Yeah. Yep. That's a, it's pretty, that's a big van. Caravan. That's a very big van. Yeah. Anyway, Great Nomads, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> we won't get into the upside down <laughs> pineapples just yet. The wobble boxes. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, right. So, yes, this is episode two. Um, this is my first car. Now, I actually said last podcast that I was going to do my car that I learned in. Okay. But I just said, learned in, learned in. Great English. Um, I think that I'm going to do my first car. So okay. even though I learnt in a different car, which we will probably segment at a later point because it was pretty cool, the information that I found out about it. Okay. I'm going to do my first car that I drove on my red peas. Fun. Yeah. So we're going to kick it off. Right. Uh, as, as we've said last episode, um, the premise is I'll, we'll do a bit of a uh, diverge on the car itself. Uh, you'll try to guess it. You're going to guess it within the first two sentences. I already know it. We'll see how it um, And uh, basically, we're just going to talk around the car, why it was iconic to me, um, and why it might be iconic to other people as well. So. All right. What do you got for me? I had a 3.8 liter Ecotec <laughs> V6, which uh, meant I was actually able to be exported to the Middle East, rebadged as a Lagina. Uh, which began in 1998. I was the first Australian car to be produced in left-hand drive since 1976 and sent overseas. Right. The year 2000 saw a special Sydney 2000 Olympic model to which my manufacturer supplied some 3,000 of me to games officials. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I ended up being a $600 million development program that spanned more than half a decade. Yeah, wow. I sported many firsts for an Australian-built car, such as advanced electronic systems, mm. improved dynamics, and increased crash safety. Um, also, thanks to the body, that was 30% stiffer than my predecessor. Mm. I had a rounder exterior, a.k.a. the 90s bubble. No, the bubble. Um, it found... Um, ready acceptance in the market as many buyers steered away from the more radically designed AU Falcon. Yeah. Yep. Becoming the best selling version of myself and cementing its place as the number one Australian car in sales at that time. Yeah. Yep. I herald, uh, heralded the fitment of the semi-trailing arm independent rear suspension. Yeah. Um, yeah. As standard across the range. I formed the basis of the resurrection of the iconic Monaro coupe yes. from 1960s and 1970s. I think we already know what we are. Yeah, yeah. I pole positioned. Uh, sorry, pole position was claimed by Craig Lowndes and Mark Scaife driving a 
driving me. Um, Isn't that such a throwback? With the race victory going to Garth Tander um, also driving me um, in Bathurst. Yep. You know who I am? You are a VT Commodore. I am a VT Commodore. Such an iconic car. And I I would like to... You made a good point in there um, that the VT was selling a lot better than the AU, which was, you know, the... Hateful. The contemporary... It was the contender. You You either bought a VT Commodore, which was... The first Commodore in Australia to um, have the LS1 engine. Right. Which is like GM's big fancy dancy 5.7 litre all aluminium engine. Yes, Um, yes, yes, it was. I saw that. Yeah, the big fancy boy V8, which was a bit of a departure from what we originally had, which was an Australian designed, delivered 304 cubic inch 5 litre Aussie engine, which was cool. Uh, But yeah, no, the VT. (sighs) I do love an (laughs) AU Falcon. Yeah. But a VT Commodore does look a lot better than an AU Falcon. Look, I think they're very similar in design on the outside. They've st- all got the, 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 the bubble. Yeah, I all the corners are soft. All the corners are soft. It was all rounded. However, the one thing that the, the, the Commodore had over the Falcon was the strip across the back. So it had the continued yeah. strip, which didn't have any light in it. It was just that horrible plastic... Like a uh, Vin- light color, yeah, the veneer across yeah. all around the back, which really resembled like an uh, a seventies charger, or yeah, eighties charger, whatever it was back then. Yeah, that had um, the, the enormous brake lights. The yeah, whole way exactly along. right. Yeah. I wish that Holden slash GM had actually fitted the lights all across the back. <laughs> that would have been cool because now they're all coming back. Yeah, yeah, it's, the Hyundai standard. Yep, yep. It's with the light bar at the front. Yep, all across. I hate the light bar in front of that horrible. <laughs> what is it? The, the Hyundai van. The van. It looks um, like a spaceship coming to you in the middle of the night. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting thing. Um, but yeah, I I like the back of the the Commodore. It it was rounded. Um, the the front of it it was a bit bland compared to the AU Falcon's cat eyes. Yeah. That I call them. Yeah, the cat eyes. Um, but the interior of the Commodore. Absolutely worlds renowned, apart. like absolutely, yeah, worlds apart from the Falcon. I uh, we will talk about the Falcon at another time. I know we keep banging on about we'll it, get but that. it's just it was plastic and terrible. Like, yes, the Commodore and was as well, everything but fell off it, everything was just creaky and horrible, and you could yeah. just shake it. But the the, ex- well, the one that I had was a Series 2 Executive, nice, nice, and it had. It was the only version other than the S that had airbags in for both the uh, both passengers at the front. Yeah. Um, I did not have electric windows. I had windy windows. You don't need them. I, I <laughs> when I first got it, um, actually it was my uh, it was my uh, mum's partner at the time's car. And they bought a van, uh, Toyota Hiace. Oh, yeah. Um, and I inherited that one, uh, bought it for from him for, oh, I can't remember, a couple of grand. Yep. Uh, and going price. Going price, but it was an ex-government car. Okay. So it had a full logbook history. Yeah. It was fully serviced. It uh, was immaculate, basically. And within 12 months, I destroyed it. Um, but... That was a different story. So I vividly <laughs> remember so many stories from that car and, and growing up, I was the first in my friend group to own and have a car and also have my license. So ah, I was chauffeur. Yes. Um, many a fluid, bodily fluids. Oh, I can imagine. In that yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, Coming from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I didn't get the sag. I didn't get the roof sag. Oh, no headliner sag? No headliner Okay, no sag. thumbtacks in that. No, uh, <laughs> I prided, prided myself on that, that there was no headliner sag. I converted it to LPG, which was the biggest mistake I've ever done. That was the bee's car. knees back then, though. It was. It Everyone was, what, wanted LPG. Freaking 55 cents a litre for LPG. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I converted it, and which was just... Dumb. Yeah, nothing but trouble with it. Nothing. Oh, it just lost a lot of power. It was just... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And LPG was, is really good for that. Gutless. Yeah. Um, what else did I do to it? I put a louder muffler on the on it. As one should, As with, one a, should. with a 3.8 litre Ecotec motor. Yeah, Everyone to needs it. to hear that. <laughs> Everyone. If, if For foreign listeners... Um, you probably won't have much to uh, compare to the 3.8 litre Ecotec engine that we had here in our in our Commodores. Um, it's originally a GM engine from over in America. It powered cars like the Buick Regal um, yes. and lots of other front-wheel drive nastiness. And for some reason, we decided to pluck that out of an American car and turn it 90 degrees and make it power the rear wheels in our Commodores. Yeah. They're actually quite a punchy little engine. It's um, This is what I was saying in the last episode, that I had this on my peaks. I don't know if that's a good thing. It's not. I really genuinely think it's not, because I lost my license in that car. Yeah, um, which is easy to do. You, you yeah. know the saying, you're never late in a 3.8. Exactly. Yeah, right. never late. I um, What else did I do to it? I put a new stereo in it, because I, I needed it to play all my tunes. <laughs> um, I... What else? Oh, magnetic P-plates are the worst thing for any car. Oh, yeah. They, they both of them, uh, had stuck to the deco, and both of them had peeled off, oh, but left the magnet there. No! So, it was just two black no. blobs at the front and the back of the car. But at that rate, how well was the clear coat holding up? Gr- great. Okay. So, that okay. was the other thing. It did not peel. It was in such good condition. So, I sadly sold it. To move to Queensland. Right. For $900. $900. $900. Which, at that time, I was like, I just need all the money I possibly can. Yes. To, to okay. Do it. And I um, I sold it reluctantly for that amount. I don't know why. I should have just, should have just kept it and, and drove it to Queensland. I probably would still have it today. <laughs> if I, but I wouldn't have a partner. Um, probably he, not. He has said multiple times... I would not have dated you if you owned a Commodore. <laughs> um, so I guess everything happens for a reason. It's quite judgy. But I know. Come he on. drove a Toyota or Carol's Royce. The Carol's Royce. Um, but yes, yeah, so um, loved it. It was my favorite car. It probably it was my favorite car at the time. I've grown up now and I'm more refined. But um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So I. How many accidents did I have in it? I had one, two, three. I had three accidents in it. Were that all curbs with the rear wheel? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> yes. So, like, uh, I think it was a day two or day three of having oh. my peas. There was a sharp bend, um, and I had girls in the back of the car. This is what I was trying to be straight. Um, I had girls in the car, and I was trying to impress them. And I tried to do a drift around the corner. It was absolutely dumb because it was wet and on a slope. I did a did two like three sixties the back left tire had completely exploded when it hit a gutter crumbled yep like it was it was the size of i don't know like a basketball by the end of it yeah i went up a ditch and then down and came very close to hitting a house um <laughs> pulled the car out got it out drove it home i was 
less than 500 meters away from home. It tends to go like that. Yep. Um, changed the tire and it was good. However, for a good 13 months, it just every time, every it would just make it <laughs> noise, and I just didn't get it fixed. I was like, I'll just turn the music up. Yep. Um, so yes, that was my first accident. Oh, then Lord. I had someone at uh, out the front of oh, what's that mechanic called? Need Bunnings at um, Belmont Black Nova. No, next to the um, I'm not storage sure. place Black. Something or other. Not blacksmiths. Anyway. Oh, black butt mechanical. No. No. Okay. No. Um, I was stopped at traffic lights and someone ran up the back of me in the absolute flogging down rain. No. Um, and I scored a new boot, which replaced <laughs> the uh, magnet from the P-plate, which was good. So oh, good. I was like, oh, I don't need to get that respray. Did the panel color match? Yes. Yes. Okay. 100%. Okay. Then... Um, Someone, I ran up the back of someone, blah, 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 blah. That seems like a fair exchange. Pretty good. <laughs> um, I won. And yeah, so that was a really great car. Uh, I can't even remember how much I was paying for insurance on it. It was a stupid amount. Um, well, yeah, as we said before, a young male driver in Australia is one of the worst people to insure as uh, a yeah, yeah. insurer. I reckon it would probably be at like at least $200 a month, which Ooh. for comprehensive insurance back then... I was working and at school and, and whatnot was so expensive. That's steep. That is very but steep. But mum uh, would not let me have a car without full comprehensive insurance. That's smart. She she was like, no, nah, you need it. That's very you smart. You don't drive the car otherwise. Yeah, so, I can respect that. Um, I, and I've ever seen, every car I've had ever since has had full comp insurance um, just because of that. You can't afford to be without one. Well, that's not it. This day it's age. not that. It's that also, but also just you know, you want to make sure that the other car's covered too. Yes. Because even though third party, but anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved that car. It was, it was blue. I, um, just so many memories in it. Drove it to Queensland, actually on the way back from Queensland once the LPG had conked out. No. Um, and just, it wouldn't start. I was like the big banana. And my, friend, <laughs> my friend Jason had to help me push the car to like, I don't know how we did it, but it, we just let it roll down the hill in neutral. And then I chucked it in drive and it worked. I don't know how it worked. It just did. Wow. Yeah. Um, then, oh, embarrassingly, I remember I was parked at Macca's uh, and I was like, why won't the car start? It's all the lights are coming on. Okay. It just wouldn't do the and yep. like click over. I was like, what the hell's going on? Called the NRMA, which is roadside assist. <laughs> they came out um, and they're like, oh, it's in drive. So oh, I was trying to start no. The yeah, the old drive. path neutral switch. Yeah, dumb. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, lots of lots of firsts for that. I I would not service it myself, but I would put my own oil in it, and, and I blew the radiator in it once, which was good. Um, but, yeah, lots and lots of memories with that car. I think the funniest one was my cousin. I don't know why she was doing it, uh, but we were driving through a suburb, might name it, uh, and uh, she thought it would be funny to throw a Macca's slushie uh, at one of her. I think maybe it may, may have been an ex. I don't. I don't know who it was. <laughs> but the window was shut, and she pegged it at the window and just went all over the inside of the car, and it stained all. Oh, the she roof. didn't roll the window yeah, down no, before she, didn't she roll, went. She didn't, realize, <laughs> didn't roll the window down, and it just went everywhere. And it was probably one of the funniest things ever. Did this happen to have? Did did this did this happen? In the greatest 
hive of scum and villainy in this earth? Uh, close to. Close to? Close yeah, to. Okay. close to. Not, no, not, not, not where you're thinking, but yeah, very close to. Um, but yeah, so I thought that I, I, I missed the car. Uh, it was actually funny when I moved to Queensland, a lot of my friends would message me and say, we see it driving around. So oh, yeah. It makes us so sad that you're not here and we can see it driving around. But it's, a, it was, a, I think it was a, a, a young lady, um, single mom, I'm pretty sure that bought it. Yeah. So I knew that it was going somewhere That'd be a good, good. car for. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I think I can remember the number plan. I think it was like. AOW66G. That's what it was. AOW66G. I can put that through my rego checker and see if it's still out there. Yeah, okay. Yep. yep. It's probably burnt. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I loved it. Put roof racks on it. Thought it was cool. Yeah. However. However. I know I've been bagging on the AU. Right. My mum had an AU Falcon wagon. Now, Greatest car ever made. She, she had the car that I first learnt in. Okay. And then... Crashed it and then was like, okay, I need a new car. So she got the AU Falcon. Which now at this rate, Falcon, what, 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 the 10 years old at that point? A little uh, less? Uh, a, a bit old. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah um, but basically, oh, 2009. No, it would have been a bit old. Maybe about 15 years. Okay. Ish. I liked it. So my Commodore had like dark tin and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was real cool. Um, anyway, the Falcon um, was silver. It was a wagon yeah. and it had no tint. Um, I was moving out or something like that and I had to use that to put all my stuff in. And I'm like, I like this better than my Commodore. And I, oh. don't, know, I don't know what, I think it was the drive. I felt like the, the, the steering felt better in the Falcon compared to the Commodore. I liked the wagon boxy part of it and like the big, the big. You can fit. So much, so much in the back of an AU wagon. Yeah. And I tried to say to mum, swap me, and she would not do it. Um, and I'm glad she didn't because... I wonder what it, how, how different of a man you would be today if you had an AU Falcon wagon Less. instead. Um, so, <laughs> no, yeah, it was it was great. So, um, you still see many of them come through the shop? Yeah. So, funnily enough, you mentioned the um, 2000 um, games. Yes. Um, we have two of them that we service. Really? Of the actual, yeah, they've and got the little, little plaque. And it's got, I think it's an echidna or yep. something on yep. there. And yep. it's got the coloured rings. Yep. Um, yeah. We've got two of those that we service. They're still out and about. I think one's got mid 200 and something thousand wow, dollars on it. Wow, that's not many. The other one's got like 400 and something. Yeah. Um, both silver. I think all of the, um, I think close to all of the games Mines. cars were silver. Yep. Um, yeah. And oddly enough, the clear coat is still okay. On yeah, them. they're good. I don't know if it comes to, it's probably just like a, um, a yeah. driver thing. If you yeah. garage a car, your clear coat's going to be a good. Exactly. Um, I, I'm sure Americans probably get it too, but like we have really, really quite bad UV radiation in Australia yes. and it just kills car it, paint. It absolutely destroys it. Especially living near the coast as well. Oh, yeah, with the salt All spray the salt and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it just eats a car. Yeah. And especially our wonderfully made, definitely not done on a Thursday before a long weekend VT Commodore or AU Falcon. Like, yeah, we had really good build quality here in Australia. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I, um, definitely no recalls ever. It, it, I mean, look, I think 
like structurally it was good because I hit a kangaroo in it. As They're well. a good chassis, and it just that kangaroo was a massive, massive thing. Like it was one of the big red ones. Again, my cousin. So she was. Uh, <laughs> I was driving. We're driving back from Wagga Wagga, and it was I don't know. 4.30, 5.30 in the morning. It was on my 18th birthday, I remember. Oh, Jesus. Um, or the day before, day after my 18th birthday. And we're driving back. And uh, I could see him, like, on the right-hand side. I could still see little fucker. On the right-hand side. And I was coming over a crest. I'm like, he's going to jump in front. He's going to jump in front. He's going to jump in front. Oh. Jumped in front. Yeah. Hit it. Went over the top. Absolutely crushed in all the side of it. It was still drivable. Drove all the way back home. But that was bad. I lost my license in it because I was... Well, look, I actually still argue to the point that I was not speeding, but I <laughs> definitely was because the police was right. Uh, they pulled me over in one of those newer VE. Yeah, yeah, would have been a VE at that undercover. point. Yeah. So I had no clue. Yeah. And he just came out of nowhere and got me. I'm like, damn it. And I still, to this day, whenever I see a VE Commodore tail like behind me, I'm like, panic mode. Panic mode. Yeah. I'm like, is it, a, is it a cop? Yeah. I'm like, nah, they drive singers now. Side but, note. Yes. I personally believe that the VE Commodore is the modern AU Falcon. Oh, I right. think they're a hateful piece of shit. What? I don't like the VE Commodore. Oh. I don't like the VE Commodore. Oh, we're talking I about see... the same one, right? Like, not the, the, the horrible new modern ones. No, like, no, no. The one, no, the one before that. Yeah. yeah. So you had the VE and what the VF. What is your problem? I see the way that they're built and they work on oh, too okay. many of them. <laughs> That's fair. Arguably styling. Yeah. I think they look fat. They've got the sick flares yes. out the front. Like, yes. they are styled well. Yes. They drive quality, okay. Like the Omega. Build quality, yeah. not very good. The yeah. engines they put in them, yet again, thank you, GM. Garbage. Garbage. Absolute garbage. The transmissions, garbage. <laughs> um, the V8s are okay. Yeah. Um, the, mm, yeah. Just looking at underneath, I get PTSD. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, no. Um, Monaro. Monaro. Yeah, so the first this introduced Monaro, the Monaro well reintroduced yeah, Monaro. Yeah, used it used the same chassis as the uh, the VT Commodore. Same um, same engine front. Yeah. yeah. Same driveline. I love the Monaro. I think they're cool. I think it's a really good idea. Um it's a shame that they just didn't sell as well as they could have. I don't mind that though to be honest because I think the Monaro now like the that modern uh VT well, VT looking Monaro. Yeah. Yeah. That itself now is that iconic. Oh, that is, it's an iconic car these days. Oh, yeah. And I would agree. What, two, three hundred grand you can buy them for? Like, if, mm. if someone's got low yeah. pays on it or yeah. being real. So, you, your average, you know, run of the mill two door Monaro these days from that time period, what, $40,000, $50,000 for like a, a beat up one with high Ks? Yeah. Um, I've got a mate who recently rebuilt one of those um it's a beautiful thing oh, god they are nice and they're net but you get the wankers around driving them and you hear them oh yeah or the but the wankers around in the ss yeah vts yeah, as well yeah but at the same rate you don't buy a car like that and drive it like a grandpa that's true yeah. <laughs> that's true that's very true um but i was surprised to learn that it was the first since 1976 left-hand car to be exported to that was a, a point i didn't know yeah that's very interesting yeah interesting. and especially to the middle east like yeah well, what they want them for yeah exactly right i didn't i wouldn't think that back then that they would use them but i, I guess they're, they're probably still floating around around over there as well but um yeah i remember as well very proudly watching top gear um and clarkson saying that he loved the 
Monaro. The Monaro, yes. Which made me go, oh, it's got a Monaro, but it's <laughs> nowhere near it. If you just um, taped up the rear doors, yes. you're kind of halfway there. Yeah, exactly right. So I just, I just loved that car. Um, and I think, I think if I didn't have the memories in it, I wouldn't have loved it as much. And I think that's what you were saying in the yeah. last episode too, with the, the forerunner that it's the memories that you make. And then you're like, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, you know, this car took me here. You yeah. know, I've got, I'm nostalgic because of this reason. Exactly. So I, I agree with you completely. But even in just like a remove all the emotion away from it, the VT Commodore is a very, very iconic Australian vehicle, you know? Yes. First to have the LS. Yes. Um, I think it was the first the car that to have... Ecotech. Um, <laughs> I think it might have been one of the first um, Commodores to have a six-speed manual, too, from factory. Probably. Maybe that came later. Maybe. Maybe it didn't because the it should have come with the LS. Um, but yeah, and also that period of like V8 supercars yes. um, in Australia is just such an iconic period of time. Yeah. You know, you've got the green machine AU Falcon up against, you know, Scaphie and whatnot yeah. in the VT Commodore yeah. rolling around. The, it was like the Valvoline. Yeah. Valvoline, Valvoline. Yeah. White, I remember it. Um just yeah, just such a mean period of of yeah, like Bathurst um, and V eight supercars. They were probably the most raw, without drivers' aids, without anything. Yes. Very little downforce, very small tires in comparison yeah, to like little... literally every other racing series. Yeah, um, it's it's cool to look back and like you know, I grew up watching that period. You grew up watching that period of V eight supercars. It it sticks with us exactly. I think. Though, if I was to ask myself the question, would I tell someone I own it? No. Not now. As I am older <laughs> and refined, no, I would not. Um, Five years ago? No, I would not. Oh. Yeah, no, look, I, I think that was a good period of my life to have that car. Yeah. I think I would be embarrassed to own a VT Commodore now. Fair. Or any Commodore for that reason, because A, Holden doesn't exist, but also it has that, I guess stigma which the falcon has as well i'm not going to generalize any stereotypes here but it is a bogan it's car. a bogan car both of them are bogan cars um and it does herald that stereotype however there are cars like our one of our friends uh their father's has an ss wagon the blue one yeah and that's really good to look at and i yeah. like seeing that it's but, really quite funny the dis like the distinction we make between like the v8 commodore yeah, and the V six Commodore. Yeah, it's yep. really quite funny, and the difference in owners too. Correct. Yeah, exactly right. I think there's there's two types of owners of a Falcon or a Commodore. There's the enthusiasts. Yes, and then there's the I'm just gonna. I need a car. I this need is a, a car. cheap car. This is a cheap car. I'm yep. gonna absolutely flog it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the beauty of the Commodore and the Falcon is that you could flog it. It was built to be used, and it would not die. No. Actually, quick side note, one of the things that I that came after the VT Commodore, mm -hmm. and I always wanted one, was the Crewman. They're I, a weird thing. I saw one. So, Crewman, everyone, is a four-door ute. It's a, it's a dual cab, and not even rear-wheel drive. They made them all-wheel drive. All-wheel drive. Yeah, but it's a Commodore. Commodore. Not like the Commodore ute of the time. No. The Commodore wagon we chopped off behind the rear seat. Yep. And, and then they tray. put a tray or a tub on the back. I loved them. With a V8. Yes. With all-wheel drive. And it was it was nuts. I I saw them and I'm like, oh my god. You also had the uh, the wagon version of them. I think they were called the Adventurer or something like that. Oh, 
a bit, a bit. Yeah, like it that. kind of looks like a weird Volvo XC70 cross country, but it was made by um, I don't know, like Paul Hogan or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I did not like them. They were horrible. Um, but yes, that that heralded a bit of a like. Oh yeah, I would love a Ute. Yeah, I had a lot of friends who owned the E V8 Utes. Yeah, um, and I loved them. Um, I would never own one because again. Again, um, <laughs> such a stigma attached oh, to such a car. A stigma attached. But yeah, I think I think yeah. Back to what I was saying, and, and to kind of wrap it up today was that I loved it for the period of time that I had it. I don't think I would say I'd own it now. I think I would be very embarrassed to say that I own a VT Commodore. Fair. Yeah. Look, I don't think I'd go out of my way to buy one of the daily driver these days. No, I wouldn't even buy it to buy it <laughs> just to say that you've got oh, it. i don't think i would step inside one to be to be completely <laughs> frank all right well i know what i'm buying next yeah <laughs> <laughs> well thanks Abby. that was a great one um, that was yeah good don't, fun don't forget to like subscribe and share uh this podcast um it's getting a bit of traction through everywhere so yeah. um make sure you do share it we are so open to feedback so if you like something you hate something let us know but it's a five star minimum please rating only please um send so, us through your suggestions for cars too if you have any guys exactly you know, right. we'll, we'll try and keep it a secret from each other yep exactly right try to try to get it to us and um you can you can get it to us through instagram or through email by instagram i'm pretty sure but mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much. There we go, guys. Catch you, legends.